0: Hello and welcome back to Her On Air. Today I'm joined by Freddie, the CEO of Wild, which is a London-based natural deodorant company who are out on a big mission to provide an effective, long-lasting deodorant that contains none of the harmful ingredients like aluminium that mainstream brands that you probably know and use pack into their products. To give you guys a bit of a background, fighting against single use bathroom products is a massive problem. Currently, less than 50% of products used in the bathroom are recycled, whereas in the kitchen, up to 90% of those products are being recycled. So, today I'm very excited to be joined by Freddie, who's going to be talking us through a bit more about the wild journey to date um, and that sustainable swap and why we should all, as consumers in 2021, be making this shift. So, Freddie, thank you so much for joining me. I would love to hear to kick off a bit about why the swap from a standard deodorant that you might buy on the high street to Wild is such an important change to make?
1: Um, great. Well, Thor thanks so much for um, for having me, and, and really excited to, um, as you say, share a bit of the Wild journey um, so far with your with with your kind of listeners. Um, and I think there are there are two key things um, that we feel really passionate about at, at Wild. That the first is, um, as you've touched on, the amount of single use plastic um uh, in people's bathrooms um is is just a, a huge huge problem and um we um we saw a real opportunity to uh, create a brand and uh, a product that could um hopefully inspire people to start to make small changes in their everyday habits um to a more sustainable lifestyle so our our deodorant is um comes in a kind of aluminium case um, then with um, these biodegradable refills made from bamboo pulp. Um, So you can literally just um, throw those in the bin or um, put them into your compost, um, and they biodegrade within um, six months um, of of using. So we we really thought about how can we make this as simple as possible for customers to um, make that sustainability swap. And then the second thing is... um, our product just uses natural ingredients. Um, and I think, um, you know, if you pick up the back of a dove deodorant or, um, any kind of antiperspirant, um, you'll have a bit of a struggle pronouncing, uh, yet alone explaining all the, um, ingredients that go into, into some of these products. And, and what we've done is we've just really stripped it back, um, to, uh, to, to a more natural formulation we we use a couple of simple ingredients that are really done easy to understand so you've got baking soda um, you've got um tapioca and and you've got kind of coconut oils that that form the base of a really um simple simple product um that's that's really easy and um and and does you know there's no doubt in your mind of, of what you're putting onto your body and what impact that's having so um yeah, that's that's the reason behind Ward and, and we're really excited, um, as I said, to share our journey.
0: I know it's been a been a pretty amazing journey to watch from a consumer point of view, and something I'd really love to understand more about is is the kind of natural ingredients. Because someone once said to me, "Don't put anything kind of skincare wise on your face that you didn't don't understand." So exactly like you said, the chemicals that no no consumer can pronounce, why would you want to put that in in your body? And I think sometimes perhaps deodorant has been overlooked because perhaps you don't really think about it, or you think that maybe a product's water based, etc. And um, so could you just talk me through how how difficult it is to remove Remove all those ingredients like you know aluminium salts, the parabens the sulphates, all the nasties that I imagine can go into a normal deodorant. And um, I can imagine it wasn't a very easy pro- process to find a product that is effective, that does what a deodorant needs to do, but that is more sustainable and doesn't have those horrid, horrid kind of extra ingredients.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's been a real journey for us, and um, if I'm being honest, um, we certainly didn't get it right straight out of the gate. So um we launched our first product um just over a year ago in 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 august 2019 um which was our first attempt at a natural deodorant and we were a bit sort of um a, a bit arrogant we thought oh how hard can it be we'll just um, find find a nice formulation and we'll um, we'll tweak it to make it work for us and and, and we'll get it out to market and um, what we were able to prove is there was a lot of demand and a lot of people who uh, were interested in, in as you say more natural products and and looking at how that transfers into personal care but um, we we at that stage um, uh, met the industry skepticism with a product that wasn't um, wholly effective um, so we worked um for 9 months in the end on 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 the product that we got to today um and it was a huge amount of trial and error so one of the reasons a lot of these chemicals have been put into products over the years is because it just makes it far easier to manufacture um far cheaper to manufacture and and um far more effective to get it and lasting on shelf and and and, and packaged up and sent out so it's 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 a real labour of love very challenging a lot more costly and a lot harder to do to create high performing kind of natural products and it takes a lot more time and so as i said a real journey for us we we launched our 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 second version in april last year and then what we've done since then is we've 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 got um over a hundred thousand customers worth of of feedback um on our current deodorant and we're going to be launching a wild 2.0 uh at the end of february which is kind of using all that data all those insights what Different armpits react, and and to try and make it even better. So um, we're constantly striving to uh, to take the next step as well.
0: Yeah, I fascinated. I read somewhere that, that you guys have been through twenty-five iterations of, of the product and I was actually gonna ask um what that first product looked like, uh, looked like and kind of I guess, you know, how, how frequently you guys can iterate and launch, you know, Wild 2.0. Are, are the customers really at the heart of that decision? Or is the science getting better? Are the products getting better? Or is it a bit of a, you know, kind of 360 view where the products can just keep, you know, iterating and getting better, or is it really driven by the customers and what they want?
1: it It's a combination of of all three we, we we try and use the the science and and that's come a long way in the last few years and um there's a, a lot more understanding of how to um how to make these products work for a for a wider range of people but ultimately nothing beats testing it with with actual genuine consumers um and um you know you have to build trust if you're going to be a deodorant brand of choice. And you have to you have to work first and foremost. No one um, no one really cares if you're a sustainable deodorant if you if you don't work. Um, so for us, we kind of knew just being plastic free and kind of being sustainable. Um, it's it's nice, but it's not um, it's not enough for customers to to make the swap. So we we work really really hard on using feedback on using data and and we test. Um, but you know, every week we're trying new formulations, we're trying new fragrances. Um, we we have a VIP group on Facebook of about a thousand customers and, and we're constantly using them to sending them out samples, um, sending them surveys and 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 really utilizing that to drive our, our, our product development. And and that really protects us against competitors coming into the market because we're now in a unique position where we have a lot more data and a lot more insights and a lot more knowledge that will take um you know at least 12 months for any other uh, company coming into the market to 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 understand so it gives us a real um a really good basis from which to go and, to go and grow wild even faster
0: I love the idea of a kind of private Facebook group. I remember back in the day, um, pre-launching Her, we had a kind of, you know, a, a a similar couple of hundred, couple of thousand people who were just feeding back and thought it was even a cool idea before we even had a product. And then, you know, when you go into launching, you have that, pre-existing group of people that actually care and back it and will be your your early adopters and something i'm really interested about is is the split of that vip customers call it a thousand people is the wild target the millennials who are really and gen z's who are really engaged in sustainable swaps and going into 2020 better and making more conscious decisions what what does your customer profile look like um i'd be fascinated is it is it geared towards millennials is it actually you know Know, mainly men is it mainly female or or is it kind of everyone and anyone is that the goal it,
1: it's certainly a very broad audience when you look at it kind of um when you when you take a step back um you know it, it stretches from uh gen z millennials um right up to um you know empty nesters as we would call them the kind of older silver, silver surfers looking for products and I think sustainability means different things for different people and and there are different kind of agendas um and I think um for the the younger generation they're really keen to share with their friends and and show that they're making these sustainable swaps um uh, but for the kind of um uh, I suppose uh, more mature uh, customers. Um, it's more about genuinely thinking about the impact of decisions they're making on both on their bodies and 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 on their planet. So um, we see a real mix, but but probably our core customer um, is a little bit older um, and and has thought through a bit more um, why they want this product in their in their life. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting and i guess it's a mix isn't it of of brand has someone you know I, I know you guys have a big social media presence i first came across you guys because i i get a lot of my kind of inspiration about swaps or people i follow and and what they're looking at and the swaps that they're making and that's how i first came across you guys but perhaps if it's a slightly older demographic it's that kind of viral word of mouth of you know the facebook customer who's 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 interested in in the sustainability element um it it's really interesting and um, i'd love to touch a bit more on on that swap because uh, when i started doing a bit of research about moving from a high street deodorant to you guys something i hadn't quite appreciated when i started doing a bit more research is that it can take a while for your body to adjust and i read slightly unsexy uh, phrase about your armpits ecosystem changing um but um i i've used your products probably for three four months now um for, for those listening to this i spent 25 pounds on the Deodorant case, and then three refills that came through my letterbox, and it was pretty frictionless. And one of those things that the moment you do it first time, you realize how easy these things actually are to do, and why you will never go back to doing things the way you used to. um But can you talk me through that process and that transition away from a kind of standard product that someone's been using for 25 years into a more kind of eco friendly, wild esque deodorant? Um, is that true? Is, is there any kind of change in your body, or um, is that not right
1: <laughs> so so you, you, there, there's a lot of stuff out there online uh, and i think you have to be um you know uh you have to be mindful of what you read and what you kind of understand but um definitely you know what a traditional deodorant does is it uses a um something called aluminium salts and what they do um is they essentially are used to kind of block up your pores and, and stop your body from sweating so um it's it's sort of um and, and generally what 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 the perception is amongst um uh, the science is that sweating is a good thing for your body it's used to um to get rid of temp uh to get rid of toxins to uh help moderate temperature um and all, all these kind of natural benefits that your body should actually be doing this and stopping it um can also end up you know causing you to sweat from other places because it's got to find a way out so um you know what we would say is once you stop using those aluminium salts, what you can find is your body, your, your sweat glands sort of start to open up and and suddenly start to kind of, um, you know, f- with their newfound freedom, kind of produce more sweat as they as they um, get to grips with with changing of the product. And w- what a natural deodorant does is it doesn't really stop you from sweating it, it more. Um, we use the baking soda to kind of react with the enzymes and um, and and kind of. Take out the, the the kind of smell, and then we use a, a kind of really fresh um, natural fragrance to, to to kind of go on top of that to sort of elevate the experience um, for 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 the customer. So and and it it just completely depends on your body. This is the challenge for us. Everyone is different. Some people they'll switch. It'll take a day, and it's working brilliantly. Others it, it takes a little bit more time, and they need to be um, a, a a bit more patient. And that's where. You know, being an online brand is so great because, um, you know, we can send you out the instructions, we can communicate. And, and I think one of the problems for the category when it has been stuck in retail is that people haven't been able to understand, you know, what is a natural deodorant and what are the benefits and and how do I transition to it? And so that's where we've been really been able to drive market growth, category growth by taking this online and and kind of nurturing the customer and the experience versus, you know, where it was, you know, before Wild arrived in, in the UK market.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because when I was doing that research, um, I'd actually started using the product and 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 found that there was no kind of you know didn't sweat anymore. It was very normal. Um, I mean, it looks and feels like a, a you know a normal deodorant, but I mean, well, looks much nicer than a normal plastic deodorant. Um, but then I WhatsApp my my team um, who who also wild converts before this podcast and said, did anyone did it take anyone you know a while to get to grips with it? And everyone was like, no. What do you mean? So clearly, um, at her HQ, we've got some good sweat. Glands, perhaps perhaps you could say but um it is it's really interesting because i can imagine that misinformation around deodorants the swaps um and, and also the chemical breakups and, and i guess why a sustainable option that is you know doesn't have any of the nasties could could be charged at a higher price um in terms of the kind of misinformation out there and the kind of consumer education do you find that a lot of your work day to day is actually educating someone about why they need to make their shift or actually are the customers now well ahead of the curve and are, and are coming to you saying oh yeah it's a no-brainer um send me more wild products um or, or is it kind of chicken and egg
1: i'd be interested to know so i think when we set out we we never wanted to be that negative brand of like don't use x it's going to kill you or it's going to give you cancer or you know it's that's not really the way we we sort of think about the product and the brand and and. Um, you know, we, we feel that sometimes where sustainability brands have gone wrong is that they, they kind of appeal to a very niche of consumers and they don't, they don't kind of open it up. So our real focus is to try and make wild, slightly aspirational, something that you can be, you know, quite nice to have in your bathroom, makes you feel good every, every day that you wear it. And, um, you know, we just want to use the simplicity of the product and, um, the ability to kind of understand the ingredients as, as the core kind of selling points. And, and our big thing is like, Hey, give it a try. Um, there's not a huge amount to lose, particularly for everyone in, in lockdown at the moment, good time to try uh, a new or different type of deodorant. And, you know, if it works for you and you can reduce the amount of plastic you're, you're using and, 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 and only be putting um, natural ingredients on your body instead of all these chemicals. Um, you know, why wouldn't you make the switch? Um, so that's that's kind of really how we um we sort of approach it and um a lot of it is about being positive and um talking about our benefits rather than being negative and focusing on all the um all the potential uh, problems or issues with uh, with some of the kind of more mainstream uh mainstream brands and and ultimately um you know you should find a product that works for you and 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 does the job of a deodorant. And, um, if that can be natural and and that can be sustainable, then I think that's, um, you know, it's, it's a real bonus and, and, and definitely a no brainer to, to switch.
0: Yeah, I love that kind of no judgment approach, because I think that the moment that you start, the kind of call out culture or the cancel culture um, isn't always the best way to grow a brand. And actually what you need to prove, no matter kind of what industry you're in, in the sustainability space or the, you know, the, the, the space of trying to make the future of our planet look a bit more healthy, um, actually to have no judgment and just to be able to provide the customer with something that looks so great, um, the brand that's so elevated. Um, I imagine the moment that you convert one customer, they must be a customer for life. Would that be a correct assumption?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, um, it d- definitely. I, I think people really buy into the long-term vision of it, and I think they can see that. Um, you know, for for example, nearly everyone is using a Chilli's bottle now, or or an equivalent in their in their water, but they're still buying all these plastic products in their bathroom, and there's just a, there's just a bit of a disconnect there. And and we're kind of thinking, well, if you're using a refillable for your water and for your coffee. Um, why aren't you doing it for for your deodorants and for your shower gels and, and for some of those other products so we just we really feel that there's there's a you know that that change is coming and and if we can be a force that can help drive that through and, and help customers make that journey then then that's that's great and and what we find is um, you know customers are prepared to make the switch but the product has got to be convenient it's got to be effective and and it's it's got to be relatable and and i think um a lot of as i've sort of touched on eco brands in historically have been hard for everyday consumers to to relate to to connect with and 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 that's where i see the real exciting opportunity and growth area and and it's also nice because we're not stealing market share from you know a lot of brands that we admire. We're, we're sort of creating a new market, and, and um, that's a wonderful position to be in.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, and coming onto the brand, it's something you you've touched on quite heavily. And um, it, it's a massive part of our journey at her because I think the moment you can have something that people want to be part of, you you have the start of a great business. Um, if you were to kind of describe the the wild brand um, and the future that you see, how would you summarise in a couple of words or phrases what, what wild should mean for consumer?
1: uh i i i think the best words for us are um refillable sustainable natural and single use plastic free I've, I've used slightly more than three there but um those are uh, those are the those are the main things for us and and i think we you know if you think about our mission over the next 5 years it's about removing as much single use plastic as we can or encouraging people to to remove single use plastic from um, from, from the bathroom and to challenge the perception that natural products don't work uh, and, and really show that simple natural formulations can work as well or if not better than, the, uh, than their counterparts in the more mainstream products.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what I'd like to spend the kind of remainder of this podcast touching upon is is more of a founder-founder, uh, you know, discussion about 2020, obviously a bit of a year of turmoil for most businesses. I'd love to know a bit more about kind of what those real highs and pinch me moments have been in the world journey so far. And then if there have been any lows you're willing to share, um, if someone might be going through that you know chaos of, of a pivot or a product not quite working out um are there some kind of real highs and, and perhaps one low you'd be happy to share that, that I'm sure lots of lots of founders or aspiring entrepreneurs listening to this are probably going through right now
1: uh, it, it's, it's 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 daily or weekly highs and lows um and um you know I, I think for us um you know bringing the product to market seeing you know as i said it took us 9 months to design it we we had lots of setbacks we we really struggled to get the deodorant to actually work in the product and um you know to to bring it to market and start to see customers buying it and enjoying it was 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 a huge huge moment and and it kind of um uh, you know did a lot for our confidence and and we were really able to um to kind of build on this and and i think um you know we were raising money uh, at the beginning of this year and and no one was really interested in our idea and and it was a real struggle um and then you know we raised a bit more money luckily sort of um towards the end of the year and 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 people were a lot more interested and and a lot more kind of validation so it's amazing how quickly perceptions and markets and people can change and um you know you, if you stay true to your vision and and are really focused then you can turn that perception around um pretty pretty quickly um couldn't agree more <laughs> so that that's our that that's my kind of um highs and, and actually we got a lot of people who were not interested in investing in 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 when we were just an idea basically um to to then uh join us which which was very validating and and um uh after my after my ego took a big hit uh in 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 the first six months of trying to persuade people to buy into this crazy concept called wild um it was nice that the the second time we did it it was it, it, people got it and they they understood it and saw what we were trying to do and and really bought into that um and then on on the kind of low side you know we we launched in the heart of covid um and our supply chain sort of collapsed overnight um and and so um we were we were just running around i, I sort of tell a story where i was on a saturday evening and and we just couldn't find um, baking soda anywhere um, uh, to to fill our deodorants and get them out to our customers, and so I ended up going onto to LinkedIn and approaching the uh, head of operations at Lush. Um, yeah, it's a multinational, uh, you know, hundreds of million pound business. I said, just by any chance, do you um, do you have any spare baking soda? It seemed quite a random thing to be doing, and 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 unfortunately, you can't use the stuff in the supermarkets because we did try that as well. Um, and uh, and 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 the guy replied saying. Um, yeah we we can we can we can sort of um send some across to you which is you know it's amazing and and it just shows i think when you're going through those difficult moments you you've just got to try every avenue and keep trying until you till you try you know hopefully work your way out of those problems and um and um you just hope that you have enough time before the next problem comes and it doesn't doesn't kill your business but the you know along the the last year and a half we've been doing it i'd say i've thought three or four times that we may not make it to the next couple of weeks and, and we've had really difficult kind of moments. And um my having a co-founder's been been wonderful for that. And he's been incredibly supportive and um and and is 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 fantastic. So um, you know, I've been very lucky from from that perspective. And then, you know, we just it, it does focus the mind when we go through those hard times and we really try and work things out and um try and try and be better next time and learn from our mistakes so we make different ones not the same ones
0: Sure, I must say that's very impressive of 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 Lush, whoever you contacted. There sounds like that was a bit of a um, an email that you must have been quite excited to receive. When I can imagine the stress levels were running pretty pretty high at Wild HQ. Um, I have one final question for you, Freddie, um, and it's on a more personal level. What success looks like to you? I'm sure building the next big thing is is number one, but on a more kind of you level, um, what 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 does this look like? And and what what really are the dreams
1: and hopes? um so I, I I love uh building teams and growing a culture and um you know I'm I'm really passionate about creating a business that people feel energized to come and work for um that they enjoy their job and they you know they they get a lot from it and um you know and in return we probably take quite a lot lot from them so so for me a lot of that is is that culture and We've really missed not being in the office and and being able to really build that um, in the way we would have wanted to, and and really excited to kind of get back to to office life and um and work with people and and kind of celebrate the highs and lows um, together. And, and I was incredibly lucky in my previous job with HelloFresh over, um you know I was there for six years, and um uh, you know what I took from that is some some um, amazing. Uh, friends and and people who we all went through a a similar experience that was incredibly stressful at times, but also incredibly rewarding. And, um, you know, we can replicate that with Wild and, and, um, you know, do a little bit of good um, for, um, for changing people's habits for the better and inspiring people to make small habit changes, then, um, then, then that, that would be great for us.
0: Well, as you know, I'm I'm a massive advocate, and I think you guys really are onto the next big big thing. So I'm super grateful um, for you joining us today, and, and it's so great to hear that in the midst of a climate crisis and a global pandemic, um, lots of sustainability kind of credentials are being overlooked by by the mass brands, and it's so great to see, you know, and refreshing to see brands like Wild really taking the next steps to change the industry. And um, for anyone listening to this, you can head to wearewild.com uh, to find out more. Uh, I would definitely recommend. It on a personal level, giving it a go, you will probably never look back. And Freddie, thank you so much again for joining her on her on air.
1: Thank you very much for having me. And um, yeah, enjoy your wilds if you uh, if you go and try it.